right now it's time for History Matters. We're joined in the studio by the one, the only, historian extraordinaire, Scott Washington, to catch us up on this week in history. Good you morning. Know, every time we think this was going to be a nice little sedate show talking about events in history, and instead we keep being surpassed by the events of history. Do we ever uh, think this is a nice, sedate show? <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's fun. I think that's It is the main fun, thing. yeah. Yes. We yeah. started doing this in 2016 or whatever year we did it, and it has not been nice or sedate at any point in that entire period. I don't understand how that's not I think possible. it might be our fault. <laughs> yes. Well, it's another one of those weeks that I think, oh, is there anything really interesting going on? Well, there is. Uh, I have to give hats off to Ansley Wagner from the North Carolina Department of Archives and History. Uh, she started a project a number of years ago to see if there was any significant events that happened on every day of the year. And she did find some. And this one is a doozy. It's March 7th, 1914. It's when uh, a fellow named German uh, George Herman Ruth hit his first uh, home run as a professional baseball player, and um, you might know him better as Babe Ruth of yep. uh, Red Sox and Yankee fame uh, that has this long winning streak of uh, home runs that just is not beat until I think it was Frank Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron, yeah. Uh, so, which is kind of amazing, but he, he's in Fayetteville. He's like 19. The, uh, the manager of the team adopts him. I mean, talk about trying to make a connection. <laughs> and and he, uh, Babe Ruth will later... And he Look, can I really want you on my team? Here's what I'm going to do for you. Yes. And he does hit one out of the park. He said of all the other ones, this was probably one of the more exciting moments. Um, and I, I think it's a nice uh, kickoff to this week because there are some other uh, people who really hit it out of the park. There's one on March 8th I came across this morning. Uh, she was born on March 8th, 1839. Her name is Josephine Cochran. Um, and when she's around 20, she marries a fella and uh, moves to Illinois. She's born in Ohio, moves to Illinois, and he goes to California on the gold rush. Uh, not terribly successful, but he sees how people are making a lot of gold, which is selling merchandise. Comes back, establishes a very prosperous business, and um, then uh, she, he dies in 1883. She's left with a massive amount of debt, not much, but there is something that had been irking her for a long time, which was the task of washing dishes. <laughs> and after chipping, uh, the story goes, chipping some herself, she says there's got to be a better way. And she is the person, Josephine Cochran, who invents the modern dishwasher. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. It's 1883 when it comes up. Uh, she files an initial patent, works with a mechanic to build a working model, and initially thinks this is a great idea, except it requires hot water. Not a lot of places have hot water except commercial establishments, even though she thinks this would be so good for so many women who are doing the primary uh, domestic chores. Actually, it's the commercial establishments that take it. Okay. And then um, eventually this patent goes into other corporations who patent and uh, becomes by the 1950s very popular. So it's one of those interesting stories of somebody just interesting. really hated, somebody described it as she hated washing dishes so much she invented a machine. She hits it out of the park. So there's another one. I like it. Uh, this so is, uh, it's, it's, it's <laughs> similar to like the computer, right? So like right. the computer starts with the military and then big businesses and then smaller businesses <laughs> and then it trickles down to, to personal computers. Same That's thing with right. it. Is it the same like basic uh, 
format for a dishwasher today as it was in 1883? Like, is um, it basically? Well, they first say they I ask because I have no idea what goes on inside a dishwasher once you close that door. Well, <laughs> I imagine like a, a modern little like little tiny mice get in there. I imagine like one of those like free sprinklers like just yes. rises up from the middle and just like <laughs> for 30 well, minutes. That you've got you're, you really have a handle on it because the, the first ones were attempted. Uh, with scrubbers, and it wasn't so successful. She developed this idea of jets of water hitting and cleaning the dishes. This was the, the innovation yeah. that sets her apart. And, of course, it's uh, also uh, mechanical. It, it's an actual engine that's involved. So All it's right. just what she dies in 1913, but she doesn't live to see how successful and how grateful people are, and people wonder to this day, how does it work? <laughs> but she is one of those people who hits it out of the park with a great idea, and anybody who has that sense of like, gee, this is a terrible thing. I hate doing this. Well, maybe that's the the gem of doing something else that will change it. Um, here is a person who really we should never have heard about at all. This will be our last one. Okay. Um, and, well, in that case... Oh, no, we can do two more then. All right. You, well, you, start, is, you started. We got to go. I did, because yeah. I was like, oh, but there's so many more. I feel yeah. like the Ginzu knife salesman. Harriet Tubman, <laughs> um, yes. born in 1822, dies in 1913, same as Josephine Cochran. And we shouldn't have heard about her because she escapes out of slavery, and that should have been the end of the story. Lives her life happily ever after. Instead, she goes back into danger, rescues people, becomes uh, just uh, has a, a price on her head because she rescues so many people. During the Civil War, she continues uh, with the Union, Union Army as a uh, uh, Army scout, becomes the first woman to lead an armed uh a battalion to rescue more people. So, and if that would, again, after the Civil War, she'd be, well, and she lived happily ever after. No, she commits herself to suffrage and women's right to vote. I mean, this is an extraordinary person by any means. So those are the, those are the two, I would say, and so we'd say she hits it out of the ballpark for working for freedom. Um, all right, and we mentioned that because, stress. yeah, and, and we mentioned that because today is Harriet Tubman Day, right? That's right. Yeah. And that's right. And this is the this is the week when she dies, but still, it's it's a time to lift up and yep. remember uh, great people. Also, here is this one uh, I just think is a delightful story. March 11th, last one, um, 1818 is when Frankenstein is published for the first time. Um, and it's uh, Mary uh, uh, Wallencroft Shelley uh, first started writing it in 1816, two years earlier, 18 years old, as a basically a writing prompt in a cold summer in Geneva uh, with her husband, Lord Brian, the poet. And they said, well, who can write a best Gothic novel? The others kind of give up, but she mm. persists, and they give her the prize. I'm not sure there was any prize. But then it's published two years later, uh, and then uh, first anonymously, and then under her own name uh, the following year. So these are people who hit it out of the ballpark. Uh, they are worthy of us uh, being uh, taking note of them because that's how history matters. And that is History Matters for this week. Scott Washington, as always, thank you so much. Thank you.